The questions you always had. The answers you were never given. The place to seek the truth. Welcome to Veritas. Now, extraordinary mind facts. Did you know, there's not an animal on planet Earth, that nurses its young, more than three years? Why do humans continue drinking cow's milk? You need it for calcium, was as much a lie, as diamonds are rare, valuable, and a symbol of love. Seek truth, always, and you'll find there are some very interesting lies we've been told in our lifetime. Don't get angry. Be happy you can now see truth. And teach your children, to seek truth, with love. And remember this. Live as if you were to die tomorrow. Learn, as if you were to live forever. And that was, Extraordinary Mind Facts. Now, on to this week's Veritas interview. I'm Exo. Good night. Tonight, we continue a discussion we started a year and a half ago about the octopus of global control. This conversation is especially important because it also commemorates the events of September 11, 2001. It is now 18 years later. I remember what I was doing that morning, and I'm sure many of you do too. Even though it feels like yesterday, anyone born on that day is now old enough to vote. How much do they believe? Do they believe the official story? Alleged independent organizations claiming to have scientists, engineers, and more conducting their own investigations. Have their members been duped? 18 years to come to a conclusion? There are many of these organizations out there. Are they really seeking the truth? Or are they controlled opposition to keep the masses looking in the wrong place? Remember what Lenin said. The best way to control the opposition is to lead it ourselves. This is just one topic of many we'll be discussing tonight, so buckle up. Greetings, I'm your host, Mel Fabregas. And if you're new to the Veritas family, welcome home. To listen to tonight's full interview and all of our material, just click on the subscribe button. And don't forget to visit the Veritas store for MMS, hemp oil, pure organic sulfur, and much more. And if you want to get in touch with me, want to be a guest on this radio program, have a guest suggestion or have feedback, just click on the contact button of our website at veritasradio.com. Today's special guest is Charlie Robinson, the author of The Octopus of Global Control, a controversial and hilarious book that features the opinions of over 500 experts that expose and explain the century-long plan for world domination by the global elite. He had a front-row seat to the fraud and corruption in the mortgage industry during his 10-year career in Las Vegas, real estate. He credits John Perkins' book, Confessions of an Economic Hitman, a veteran of this program, as the final piece of the puzzle that helped him to really see how the American government operates. Charlie is an entrepreneur with marketing degree from the University of Southern California and agrees with comedian Bill Hicks that everyone in marketing should kill themselves. Charlie Robinson joins us directly from Denver, Colorado. Hello, Charlie, and welcome back. Hi, Mel. Thanks for having me back. Great to be with you. Always. I, I enjoyed our talk last time a lot. I certainly did, too, and that's why I wanted to bring you back, because we only scratched the surface. Your book is just has so much stuff, and 
you know, I felt that it was totally, totally incomplete. So this is, can we call it part two? Sure. Let's call it part two. It's funny because I've got David Icke's book, The Trigger, sitting on my desk right now, and it's 900 pages. And I thought mine was big at 540. And uh, so, yeah, it's we got to break it. We got to break my book down into a couple parts. That's for sure. There's a lot to unpack. But I think it's. You know, it's just more and more relevant as the days go by. I, I I look through it every now and then and and realize that some of the some of what we were talking about has never been more important. Uh, the social engineering that's going on. We're, we're here. We are in the anniversary of 9-11. Nothing, you know, nothing globally has changed in that respect that people are still, you know, scared about them Muslims. They're all coming to get us, you know, and, and just this this culture of fear and, 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 you know, stoked by the media and the government and the military. And we always, we have to pour more and more of our resources into it, even while kids can't go to school because the schools don't have textbooks and things like that. It's insanity. And I feel like one of these days, maybe we're all going to kind of wake up to this, to this, uh, realization that the the people that are running our world are out of their minds and they are making decisions for us that we had no say in we do not consent to and we're forced to live in this crazy world and i feel like uh, the sooner we all sort of get the message that we have power we we have the ability to stand up and we have the ability to 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 decide that we're not going to comply with unjust laws you know the sooner we realize and take our power back the better off we'll be and i just hope that I hope that people read my book and, and and it wakes some of them up. You, you talked about John Perkins. I mentioned it in my in the cover of my book. Tremendously influential in in my awakening to the financial uh, component of the frauds. And I feel like if John hadn't written his book, I wouldn't have written mine. And maybe someone will read my book and be inspired to do something. You know, start a radio show or write a book or do a podcast or, or make a documentary movie or something along these lines to kind of help get the word out because there's so few of us, but God, our voices, they've never been needed as much as they are right now. I couldn't agree with you more. And you mentioned David Icke and you probably know this, uh, well, I guess, did he, did he get to a 10 arc, an arco, an arcapulco? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Oh, he did. Front row. I, got, I got a chance to, yeah, he, he spoke there. I spoke there. Uh, Ron Paul was, it was great. It was a great event. And yeah, uh, David spoke, did four hours, which is nothing for him. Yeah. He likes to talk. Um, and I had a chance to chat with him a couple times. We swapped books and, and hung out for a little bit. And, you know, it was, you know, to, to a crowd of 3000 people, uh, at Anarchapulco, he's, you know, he was sort of preaching to the choir there, but but what I found that was interesting was one of the guys I watched the uh, presentation with was Jason Goodman from Crowdsource the Truth, and Jason was unfamiliar with David Icke's uh, work. He knew the name, he knew he had been sort of banned from a different, a couple different places, right. and I asked Jason afterwards, "What did you think?" And he said, "I don't know what the." I don't know what the problem is with people trying to ban this guy. He sounded like he was making a whole lot of sense to me. And the things that he was talking about were very logical. There was no discrimination or no hatred or any of that. It just seemed like a guy that was up there talking about the way he sees the world. And 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 I thought that was interesting to, to have someone that didn't wasn't familiar with his work sit through one of those presentations and 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 realize, you know, all the 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 boogeyman stories about how David Icke is, you know, is out to, you know, he's he's anti-Semitic or he's this, he's anti-this, anti-that. 
this guy who's a Jason Goodman, who's a Jewish guy, he's like, didn't sound anti-Semitic to me. Sounded totally like a logical, normal human being. So uh, it was it was a great event. Uh, I encourage people to go. I'm not sure who's going to be speaking this coming year. I know I am, but I don't know who else. Um, if you want to get out of out of the cold in some parts of the U.S. and go to Mexico the middle of February, there's worse places to be. I mentioned this because of the whole censorship situation that's happening. I know he was censored. He was banned from certain places, banned from countries. And yeah. I'm thinking, you know, and like you, I get email from the time I have subscribers who are Jewish who write to me and say, by the way, I just want to let you know from myself that I don't think you are anti-Semitic because you discuss these topics, nor do I think that David Icke and many other people you have on. So there's there's this other part of that, like I'm going to call it the tribe, that just whenever somebody tells the truth that jeopardizes their control system in a way, I think they immediately turn on us. I mean, come on, we know who's behind Google, who's behind YouTube, who's behind Facebook, who's behind Twitter. We know who's behind it, and they don't want people like you and I or David Icke or the rest of them. And I remember years ago, Jordan Maxwell. You know who Jordan Maxwell is? Of course. He yeah. told me the moment people, when people hear you, the powers that want to be don't care. But when they listen to you, that's when things get bad. And this is why David Icke and many of the others are suffering the censorship and the and the problems they're going through. Yeah. Yeah. As soon as you start making a whole lot of sense like that, then the people that are in positions of power become very uncomfortable with that because they never counted on this uh, public forum in a way in, in the way that we've been using it. The social media censorship It's a bit of a double-edged sword. So on the one hand, it's very annoying for people. I'm in Facebook jail currently right now. This is my fourth time for a wow. post that for, – for, I was put in jail for 30 days for something that I posted in 2017, which is – you know, it was more than two years uh, earlier. They just retroactively went through and, you know, dinged me for that, which is kind of a, a – like a glimpse into the future because – People have talked about this uh, social credit system that's rolled out in China. Sesame. And talk talk about how scary that is and how, you know, they can go through your your social media history and ding you and lower your score based on that. Or they can prevent you from getting on a train or prevent you from getting on an airplane, things like that. Um, you know, this is people have said, well, I, you know, what do I care if someone is monitoring my Facebook page or my Twitter account or whatever? If I don't, you know, if I'm not doing anything wrong, I have nothing to hide. Well, that is like a bootlicking mentality <laughs> for people that have been on the reservation for far too long. Like this is a, this is a problem. They can retroactively go back and look at something that you said and then which didn't like in my case, it didn't violate Facebook's terms in 2017, but now it does. First of all, it wasn't even a hate speech or anything like that. It had to do with it, just a certain event at a school, which will remain nameless, but they, it, all they had to do was, it, does, it does have those initials in it. Yes. Okay. It does. <laughs> and, and it was like a meme, you know, it said, this is how you destroy evidence. And it showed a bulldozed school there. Uh, and, And so they decided in 2019 that that now violates the services. So I get put in Facebook jail for something that happened two years ago when it was totally fine. So think, if you just extrapolate that and think about how this sort of um, philosophy could be used to, you know, impact everything that you do, the 
the in China and they have got they've got it down with facial recognition cameras all over the place. If you're smoking on a train and smoking is prohibited on a train, the facial recognition cameras will pick up who you are, tie that to your cell phone account. And in China, they don't use cash as much as we do. They do a lot of QR codes for some reason. That's sort of the thing that they do. And you have like a an account, sort of like a PayPal account, if you think of it like that. With you know, you've got a a, a bit of a, a balance in there. If you're smoking on a train, facial recognition notices that it's you. By the time you get off that train and walk down the block, you'll get a notification on your phone that you have been fined for that. And they've deducted the fine from your balance of your account. That's happening right now. That's not minority report coming 15 years in the future. The future is right now. And that's happening. And of course, China's the test market. That is going to be exported to every country. In fact, it's already happening. They've already exported it to to Ecuador. And um, obviously, they're working on other countries. So this is, you know, people talk about the social media censorship and, oh, you know, well, don't go on there and call people names if you don't want to get banned. No, it's past that. It's way past that. This is a silencing of dissenting voices for people that have any sort of opposition to whatever the status quo is, whether that is somebody that wants to go on there that's anti-war or anti-vaccine or anti-whatever the current event is of the day, you know. So if you've got an opinion that messes with that constru- that power structure, then they will silence you however they can. And whether it's arresting you or turning off your social media accounts or eventually fining you, preventing you from, from traveling. You know, I've heard recently that talking about making it so that when you renew your your uh, uh, to get a visa uh, in certain countries, they will check your social media uh, history to see if you were critical of the government in any way. I mean, this is like Orwell would be, you know, impressed with what we have developed here. And the scariest part about it is that we've all willingly walked right into this control system. And it is uh, myself included. And it is, you know, it's got these great it's sold to us as these great benefits. You get to communicate with your friends and families. And I know I've made reconnected with a lot of people in my life. It's been very beneficial, but boy, there is a dark side to it. Oh gosh. I'm just listening to everything you're saying and more and more doors open. Now, let me just begin by saying that I don't censor it. Whenever somebody like Charlie or anybody that wants to come here says something, I just do not censor at all. But there's one video that I had to remove from Facebook. I'm not Facebook, YouTube. And I did it voluntarily because I was threatened. You're in the last leg of your channel. If you keep talking about uh, SH, that's Mm. cool. That was uh, bulldozed. And you Mm -hmm. have one person with the name Wolfgang and the last name is is not Amadeus, but everybody Mm -hmm. who know who he is knows what I'm talking about. I had to remove that because that's what got Alex Jones where he is today. I think Alex Jones was a guinea pig to what's happening to the rest of us. Oh, yeah. I, I totally agree. And I had, I don't have much of a YouTube channel. I just put some interviews and some some things up, up on my on my very, very limited YouTube channel. But I did get one video removed and it was an inter- interview I did with Jim Fetzer and that was talking about that particular topic. That's one that, that's the third rail apparently. And so what it makes me think is, well, why can't we talk about this? If it's such a non-event, then why the 
overarching pushback? Why the why the overreaction to to anybody having any sort of uh, contradictory thoughts about that that particular event? You know, it, it, except maybe there's more to it, right? Maybe, and if there is more to it, then what's what's wrong with a with an honest discussion about it? Well. Apparently that is just too close. You know, there's some things that they'll let they'll allow you to discuss <laughs> and there's and there's some topics that that will get you uh Alex Jones. <laughs> well, why is this happening? I think this is just my humble opinion because they have underestimated us. The, those people behind the scenes are not only psychopaths, but they're the most arrogant beings on this world. And I believe that this is a ticking time bomb. They realize, like, you know, these people are smarter than we thought. What happened in SH, yeah. they had no idea that people could figure it out. And even me saying this, I know what's going to happen. They're going to demonetize this video on YouTube. They're probably going to want to shut me down once again, but I'm going to say it. You have actors that repeat themselves. If you just do some investigation and you look at the area where SH is and look at all the homes around that area, you'll find out that months before that event happened, those homes were purchased for $1. Now, yes. try to say that in the mainstream media and see what happens to you. Yeah. Yeah. As a, re as a real estate agent, I have access to certain um, <laughs> right. title searches. And I've pulled title searches on the houses. And I, I can verify that that's exactly what you said. It happened three years earlier, actually, 2009, Christmas Day. And I will tell you right. that on Christmas Day, Nothing transacts. Nothing officially is counted and registered with the county clerks. It's a holiday. So for one, you would never have transactions closing on those days. You just wouldn't. Nobody's in the office to process it. And and to have transactions for zero dollars um, happens. That's just more of a sort of a, you know, could be like a trust account or, you know, it's just uh, estate planning. So that's not necessarily all that unusual, except that there was a disproportionate number of houses that were going for zero dollars on the same day, Christmas Day, in the same city where something diabolical was going set to happen three years later. And yeah, there's there's I mean, but if you bring that up and question that, then people will say that you're being disrespectful of the victims right. and that you're 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 stoking this fuel, you know, this hatred and everything. And it's like, well, hey, well, I'm just asking questions. I mean, if someone gives me some decent answers, then I'll stop asking questions. But, you know, and, and so it's it's just a it's that's one event. You know, there's there's others that that we've that we've talked about. I put, you know, I have a, a whole chapter in the book on Wolfgang <laughs> and not Amadeus or, or <laughs> not, not, you know, so we, it's, it's, it's a difficult thing for people to wrap their heads around because initially everybody's, you know, assumption is that that is a bridge too far, right? You, there's a line. We know that our government is full of psychopathic scumbags and we know that they're up to no good. But there is a line somewhere that they won't cross. Well, I'm I'm of the opinion that there are, there's no line that they won't cross. Uh, that that they have they've proven themselves over and over again that human life means nothing to them. Uh, faking events means nothing to them. Uh, you know, selling a, a con concocting a a real shooting and and grabbing some medicated. 
teenager patsy and slapping him throwing him in the middle of the situation and blaming it on him i mean this is black belt level conspiracy research right this is not something thank you for listening to unlock the full two-hour interview including video formats downloads transcripts exclusive articles and more subscribe to veritas plus now gain access to our entire archive dating back to 2008 just click subscribe at veritasradio.com because you don't want to believe you want to know subscribe now to listen to the rest and all of our exclusive material proceed to the veritas plus member section or join the veritas plus family by subscribing click on the subscribe button at veritasradio.com don't forget to visit the veritas store for focused life force energy get a 15-day free trial today with no credit card required. And if you want to get in touch with Mel, want to be a guest on this radio program, have a guest suggestion, or have feedback, just click on the contact button on our website at veritasradio.com. Now, proceed to the Veritas Plus member section or subscribe to listen to the rest of the interview. You don't want to miss it because you don't want to believe. You want to know. What are you waiting for? Subscribe now at veritasradio.com.